Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner at the Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me alongside, as always, did I get it right? You got it right. You got it, it right. It's right on my screen. It, I, you're this I know, one. I know. All but right. you did it right. So, I have a question. So, so I yeah. like give you the thumbs up. Can yeah. you see when it says record, recording? I can see. Oh, okay. I froze. I just completely froze. So uh, this is new to us, this whole video thing, but we're trying it out. It's really fun. I get to see Michelle. Everybody else gets to see Michelle. So we're here. Another uh, fun edition of the Owner's Box. We're going to have fun this week. Uh, the last two weeks, the first two weeks of 2023, we've been pretty serious. We've had serious guests. Uh, not to say that our guest isn't serious, but we're not going to talk about issues. We're going to kind of go back to the old Owner's Box format, which is Michelle and I talk a little bit about what's going on in racing. Then we're going to bring in uh, an owner breeder who actually is the Toba owner of the month, and that's Richard Snyder. So we're excited to meet Richard. Unfortunately, Richard won't be on video. We'll do the best we can not to make fun of him behind his back. And oh, uh, Billy, that's not well. Nice. I meant with like fun, like oh my god, like stuff like <laughs> that where he can't see. That's what I meant. Does okay, that that's right. fair. That's so fair. Michelle, before we get to uh, Richard Snyder, why don't we talk about the uh, uh, comings and goings of horse racing? in its third week of January for 2023, otherwise okay. known as three things. Three things of note. So the first thing of note to me was certainly it was Calbred week uh, or Calbred day at Santa Anita last week. And sure. I am just so blown away by the chosen Ron. How freaking cool of a horse is he? I don't know if words can really describe how cool he is, to be honest. I, I think that he is amazing. I think, you know, even his race in the Breeders' Cup when he finally stepped into open company, uh, not fine, I shouldn't say finally, because he did win the uh, grade what one. What a grade one. Trouble. Right. What a, when, the when, he, when he went in the Breeders' Cup, though, where it wasn't just California horses, more uh, mm -hmm. you had champions in that race. And he still ran okay. He didn't get, he wasn't destroyed that day. But going against Calbreds, it's a whole nother level. And Hector Barrios, you could tell when he turned for home, he had, just so much horse. And he was just sitting, waiting, waiting, waiting. And the second he pressed go, it was like, Poo! Yeah, he was, was awesome. awesome. And I mean, I have to say, um, Brickyard Ride, who's been around the block time and time again, he still ran a really good race. Absolutely. He's just, not, he's just not the chosen Ron right now. Yeah, and I read something, Michelle. I think so. Kings River Knight has also been, I don't know if he's on your three things of note, but he is a pretty amazing cowbred as well, who's won a bunch of races this year. Mm -hmm. And I think they're headed for possible clash. Did I read that really? right? Really? Yeah. What are, they, what are they clashing in? I think Come there's another big selfie light guide. Oh, no. I got to plug it in, I guess. You still look great. Oh, that's nice. Thank You're just you. not as crisp. <laughs> um, get it going. <laughs> Only, only on, only on the owner's box. Well, uh, you know, you change formats. I got to like figure out life. Okay. Now you look really, really <laughs> bright. Now you look really bright. So that's cool. Uh, Too bright or bright, like just bright enough? Oh, you look perfect. You look okay. perfect. Um, oh, wait, do you want me to try to find this thing? Hold on. Let me try. To, I think it was just on like the news and info. Hold on. Uh, fix your light. I'm sure no one cares about this. Um, let's see. Hmm. Here, rematch possible. Yeah, last time Chosen Brown and Kings River Knight that met, they finished a nose apart when first and second in the sensational star for turf sprinters at Sandy to last March. Now it looks like they're coming back in the Tisnow Stakes, which is a mile on the dirt. Uh, well, that's going to be exciting. Yeah. When is that race? I'm trying to find it. 
uh, February 19th. Ooh, yeah. a month February away. 19th. Yeah, there you go. So look at that. Cool. I actually did homework. I like it. Very proud um, also on the same card, Grand Slam Smile was incredible. Yeah, uh, first time routing, first time on turf for her, for the Williams family. Yep. And yep. she took to both with absolute aplomb. She drew away at the end like she was an open company horse against Calvary's, didn't she? she was, I mean, yeah, she was much faster. On I remember looking at that race from a handicapping perspective on sheets, and she was completely dominant. And for most of the race, I was like a little bit worried because she did. Did, it, did they go too fast? Was she just ding dong in mm -hmm. the whole time? Was she wilt at the end? And then she just opened up and just toyed with them at the end. So yeah, really impressive. And I guess she, I was not there that day, Michelle, you might know if you weren't, if you're not texting right now. Um, I am texting Richard. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you can see that. Remember I can see you now. I know. Um, so, uh, she kind of had trouble in the paddock. Is that true? Yes, uh, she did. So she's, she had had trouble before in the paddock as well, but she was a complete nutcase walking over. She came over right. last. She was bad in the saddling arena. And then once they came out to the walking ring, she dumped uh, Frank Alvarado. And I mean, she was all over the place. So she, yeah. but she's, but that's been her. So you get wound up like that sometimes. And yeah, you know, right. that's just Michelle. You it's just how she is. She still comes to perform. So uh, congratulations to all the owners. We were trying to get the owners of, Weren't we trying to get her owners on? Yes, I did put in a call um, to actually Ooh. I put in a call to Mike Pipey, um, who was yeah. trying to work that out um, to see if we couldn't get uh, Larry Williams on. He doesn't cool. do a lot of. No, that would have been cool. Stuff, been so, yeah, uh, we'll see. That, that is right. in the works that was right now. Bread day at, that was Calbred Day at Santa Anita. What else you got, Michelle? Um, so since we are an owner show, and I feel like a lot of people are always looking for horses, I thought it was worth noting that um, Phasic Tipton in the Kentucky Winter Mix Sale is going to be offering 65 horses from the Lothenbach dispersal. Um, yeah, so Bob Lothenbach had a racing and breeding operation, and it's dispersing all of its stock. And he is a person that bred to race. So, you know, this is not, it's not like his horses have always been offered at public auction. No, you know, no, it's no. something that he built up a big, yeah. So I think that's really cool. And it's, it's rare to get something like that. And we've seen them, you know, like when the Evans um, consignment came up and everything. So um, definitely worth looking at the supplement entries are available online right now. Um, and included in that is bells, the one. Yeah. So, you know, you have a, a, a grade one winner, a five-time graded stakes winner. She's earned over $2 million. She was a preeminent Philly sprinter, and she's going to be in there. There's also mares in full to Authentic, Bolt Dioro, Charlatan into Mischief, Yapon, Uncle Mo, Omaha Beach, and yearlings by pretty much every good sire. Wow. So I think that anyone that's looking for a horse, no matter what level you're looking at, really should take a gander at that. Have you had success uh, buying on the digital sales? Have you done that? We've only bought one horse from the digital sale. Yeah. I bought a bunch. I've had a little bit of success, not much, but I mm -hmm. think this, what I was going to say is this is very different. I feel that these are, yeah, you can get some quality horses in here for sure. So right. interesting. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Richard's oh. calling me. Okay. Well, let's get okay. Richard. Let's get him. Uh, yeah. Well, this is live. Uh, well, should I pause it? Okay. Live. Yeah. Let's just do Hello, it live. Hello, Richard. This is, people want to see the Oh, Michelle. Sure. Paused. Oh, there it is. Recording. Okay. Music. 
Sorry. Well, All we right, had so we're, we have technical difficulties sometimes with. Uh... This show is the best. All right. What else do we got before we get to Richard? Because I think he's going to call in soon. Oh, you're muted. You just muted yourself. You muted yourself. Yeah. Now you're not. Muted. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. <laughs> We talked about the Lothenbach dispersal. We talked yep. about the Calbreds. Yep. Um, I think the other big thing to talk about is certainly just next week is going to be the not only Eclipse Awards, but also the Pegasus World Cup. Yep. And it's supposed to be a leaping off point, but I feel like there's not that much hype with the horses that are in there. No, because there's no superstars in there. That's why. Which is not really fair to National Treasure, right? I mean, he won the Preakness, and he almost beat Cody's Wish, and he's been training really well. Like, he could be our next horse, but we're just not, like, jumping on his bandwagon. I think the problem is National Treasure came along with so much hype early in his career. Then he kind of... That was my fault. That was all me. I did that. you loved him. And then he kind of went by the wayside, and then he kind of made a comeback. And he's only, this is like his first start as a four-year-old. So it's not like he's been around for that long. It's just, it's kind of funny. So um, yeah, National Treasure, Skippy Longstocking, just, you you don't have the best of the best. There's no, you know, White Abario in here, right? And in years past, it's like. Does White Abario count as the best of the best? Well, right now he won the Breeders' Cup Classic. I mean, yeah, but like, like, we're the the best best horses. He beat Dermasodagake. How good is Dermasodagake? He's the best older horse in training right now in in the United States. Would who who are you going to put in front of him? Go ahead. Um, I'm waiting. Yeah, I mean, so you would be just way more excited to see. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that we're a lot of the best horses did retire, whether it was Cody Whitney. But in years past, you've had horses like Nick's go in there. You've had Life Is Good. You've had you know real kind of I feel superstars. Whereas National Treasure is not a superstar right now. Okay, could be. Could That's be. Fair. Yeah. There you go. That's fair enough. Okay. You want to get to uh, want to get to Robert? Uh, Richard. Richard. Sorry. Want to yeah, fix your hair? You know we have um, some full patrol, right? Oh, I've seen every time one of those pictures pops up, I think of you. Like every flight line is like everywhere, right? Yes. So flight line had a, a Philly, I think, right? And think then so, yeah. Olympiad had a little Philly, and uh, who else had another one? There were a couple more that had some that had some babies that I was like, oh, I've seen no, a million baby. of them, and you're going. I, I'm sure. I think to myself, Michelle must be going crazy right now. Oh, every every single one I see. You just love. Oh, oh, uh, what's his name? Drain the clock. Drain the clock had his first foals. Uh, Roadster had his first foals. Roadster. Liam had his first foals. Isn't that funny? Like, I feel like Roadster should have had a full like five years ago. I agree. Um, Weird. Jackie's Warrior had his first foal. And Aloha West had his first foal. There you go. And Magic on tap. A lot of foals. A lot of foals. A lot of fillies. Uh, literally almost all of those are fillies, by the way. Hmm. I wonder why. What if sire you are you ha- most excited to see? I think Flightline. Yeah. I think that's the obvious choice, right? I mean, he's so brilliant as a racehorse. Can he pass that brilliance down? I think I was going to ask you a question. Okay. So you have a mare. Let's call her a grade three type mare that you and Ryan decide to keep to start okay. your breeding operation with. 
and you go out and you get a stallion, you buy a stallion share and or, or a, a breeding right, whatever it is, and you go breed to a stallion. And let's call it, let's say it's a $25,000, $50,000 stallion and you're getting ready to have the baby. What do you want, a cult or a filly? Um, well, I'll t we would have a different opinion on that. Ryan I, I would know your opinion. Want to, my opinion would be I want a filly. Right. Because then I don't have to race against like, you know, Bob Baffert, $4 million horses in California. Oh, Ryan like, always like says he wants a boy. Huh? Like the first race on Saturday? Yeah, right. Oh. Ryan always says he likes boys better because uh, if you need to, you can always just geld them. And if you have a filly, you can you have them forever, and then you're perpetuating breeding. And Ryan's not the biggest fan of breeding. Oh, okay, I hear you. That makes sense. So, just to give you an idea of what I talk about a lot, um, first race Saturday, we have a first time starter uh, named Marty's Fish, who's a nice, nice horse. Uh, he's by Who's Marty's Fish? Uh, he was named after Marty Fish, the uh, tennis player. Gary has a, a relationship with Marty, and he always wanted to have a horse. He said, would you guys name a horse? And blah, blah, blah. So there's there's a situation. I see you're getting a call. Technical yeah. difficulty. Technical difficulties. I was gonna Hello? I was going to give you. So completing my story. So nice little horse by Flatter. We paid 190000 which is That's a, lot, a of lot of money for us. Yeah, really love this horse. Um, like I said, nice horse. We're a flatter, and, huh? Huh? We're a yeah, flatter. flatter. So then you look at the race that he's in. There's a nine hundred thousand dollar Baffert first time starter Bro, for Zidane. Yeah, by Frosted. Oh, out of yeah. hand woven. Yeah, he's six to five on the morning line. You have a one point two five million dollar sheriffs who had a race under his belt. To be fair, he did he got beat twelve lengths first okay. time. I'm just saying you have a million dollar fifty thousand dollar gun runner in there. Uh, you have a quarter of a million dollar golden cents. You have a, and, and then, oh, above, I missed the, the rail horse, $280,000 monings. So yep, I know how you I feel. Mean, it's like, wow. It's at like, least you felt like you're going in with a $190,000 horse. Usually we're going in with like $30,000 horses. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's get to Richard. We'll, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll get to Richard. Hey, back here on the owner's box. We got this thing to work. Uh, technology is amazing. We welcome our very special guest. Rich Richard Snyder is joining us today. Richard, thanks for uh, taking our call. Oh, you're more than welcome, Billy. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to put Connie on here before we're done, too. So, Oh, we get to talk now, to Connie. Now, this is going to be a peer pressure moment because when I talked to Connie, she told me she doesn't do interviews. Oh. <laughs> is that true well <laughs> i'm here against my will <laughs> interesting interesting well listen before we we're going to talk about um some of your big horses obviously you were toba member of the month but tell us a little bit about how you both got started in the uh world of horse ownership well I was born and raised on a big ranch in New Mexico, so I was I could ride before I could walk. Wow. I've, I've always loved horses all my life. And uh, Connie, Connie, likewise, her family had cows and horses, and so she got involved at an early age, too. We just loved horses. When was the first time you, uh, obviously, you know, you were riding when you were younger, but I don't think you were owning horses, uh, racehorses when you were younger. Tell us a little bit about, you know, how you actually got into the game. Well, I believe the best of my, uh, we came 
to the Keeneland sale back in, I believe it was 1989. Wow. And I had no idea. No idea what this was like. Really? <laughs> yeah. What, what brought you to the Keeneland sale to begin with? Um, I don't know. With uh, we we can't hear you right now, uh, um, Richard. We lost you for a second there. There you go. Much better. We we bought our first thoroughbred mare back in like 1987. Okay. Uh, she came from Walter Merritt, big quarter horse breeder in Oklahoma. Then, so we just kind of evolved into we got one mare and raised the culture two out of her, and then got another one. And then we decided this is fun. We want to do more of this. And somebody said, "Well, if you're going to do it, you need to go to Keeneland." <laughs> so so it's it's 1989 you just show up with connie and you're at keeneland did you how did you know how to do anything did you grab a catalog did you all of a sudden start looking at horse bidding did you find a trainer what a bloodstock agent what did you do we uh looked around didn't know one single soul but i saw a fellow over there that had a cowboy hat on oh there you go so, and me being a cowboy, I walked up to him and introduced myself, and it was Johnny T.L. Jones. Oh, wow. And so I said, you got to help us here a little bit. Show us what to do. And so he got a catalog and said, well, here's how you start. And he said, you get as much of this black type as close to the horse that you're trying to buy as you can hmm. financially. And he said, the more black type, the more G's in the black type, the more they're going to cost, but the better they're going to be. So we kind of took that and ran with it. And I think we bought uh, a, maybe two mares and a couple of winglings at that sale. Took them back to New Mexico and and began raising horses, thoroughbred horses. Wow. That is so cool. That, what a great piece of advice, though. Like, a how, how simple did he make that, right? Right. <laughs> well, you know, we got to be really good friends with Johnny. And uh, <clears throat> it just grew. And our business just, we decided we were going to do it. And so we built some horse facilities at our ranch out there. Started raising horses. Mostly New Mexico bred horses. Mm -hmm. And then as time progressed, you know, we also had a big ranch out there and we were taking care of anywhere from a thousand cows to or so until the drought got us in the, it started really in the 2000. Mm. And we battled the drought for 12 years. Mm. We decided we're tired of doing this. If we're going to raise horses, let's sell this ranch and move to Kentucky and do it right. So wow, we started looking for a place here in, in 2012. And it, it took us a couple of years, but we finally found this place. And in 2014, we bought it and moved here. Where Where's the farm? <clears throat> it's uh, on Payne's <clears throat> Mill Road in Versailles. Oh. Oh yeah, it's close. Have, There's a lot of good farms there. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have great neighbors. We have Buck Pond on one side, Ashview across the road, and Windstar on the other side. Those are good neighbors. Those are good neighbors to have. Yeah. How many horses are currently on the farm? Yeah. Well, right at the moment, we're going to fold out, looks like, 36 mares. Wow. Which is a few too many for us, but that's where we're at. And we're going to breed around 45. Who is the dog barking in the background? <laughs> that's Sophie. Sophie. And when yeah, you're, you saw the picture, <coughs> yeah, I think uh, we've seen a picture Blood of Sophie. That. Yes, that was in Blood Horse. What when you're doing, um, let's talk a little bit about the matings and the process because Michelle, it's funny that you say that because before we came on, we were talking about these baby pictures that we now see. It's full patrol time. Do you know that, Richard? It's full yeah. patrol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Richard's living full patrol. Yeah. She's very big into full patrol. So do you and Connie go out and like every time there's a baby being born, are you out there? Are you participating in this? Nearly 100%. Wow. Wow. And are you, when you say it's a colt or it's a filly, because Michelle said she'd rather have a filly, do you have a preference? I know you can't do that. They're your babies, right? No, we don't. We don't. You know, colts bring more money, but fillies probably, unless you have a, a million dollar coat so we got more residual value so for yeah. smaller breeders like us we don't mind having silly what's the yeah. most what's the most money a horse has brought that you've bred and sold i guess uh not this time coat we sold in saratoga this past summer he brought seven and a quarter Trump change <laughs> Seven and a quarter. <laughs> we were just talking about our thirty thousand dollar horses. Yeah. Uh, I want to, Richard. I want to know: do you do you sell everything that you breed, or do you race what you don't sell? And do you take outside mares, or is it just you two planning and and executing? No, no, no. Of the mares that are here uh, right now, less than half of them are ours. Oh, okay. That so, makes sense. You know, we have some really good clients. Uh, we have one of our biggest clients is from California. We have some real good clients from uh, Texas that we've known, you know, from New Mexico. Mm -hmm. And we don't, uh, we've, we're turning down clients every day. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. So when you, when you have the horses that are yours, do you sell everything? Yes, ma'am. We. And when you watch them race, like, randomized we'll jump into her in just a second do they still feel like yours even though you sold them uh-oh billy you muted so i can't hear oh i know i heard what she said i just muted because the dog's barking i heard connie chiming in i love this whole <laughs> connie chiming in the dog's barking a little bit i love in the whole thing I, I love this i can't wait to come visit the farm you bet. We'd love to have him. So, can we talk? I want to talk about Randomize because she's certainly the <laughs> forefront horse that we all see right now and has brought you a lot of publicity. What's it been like to watch her run? Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. You know, we were, we were, uh, we watched her win uh, a Breaker Maiden on TV. And then running the little stage, and we were kind of wondering what Dad's thought was. Well, no, he ran her in the test, I guess, and she didn't do any good. So mm -hmm. we were, well, 
maybe she just felt so. Then she won the stakes and then boom. Put her in Alabama and the rest of it. It must be very I, is it Connie grabbing the phone? Because it sounds like there's a wind. There's, there's some wind happening. Is that Connie again? What is happening? Yes, I was going to say when when she ran the Alabama, um, we were here at the house, and I could have sworn probably you guys in California could have hear, heard us <laughs> we yelling, screaming, jumping up and down, crying. The dogs were barking. It was it was chaotic. We were so excited and so proud. That's very cool. What what does it mean to be named Toba, you know, member of the month? What does that mean to 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 you guys who have who have worked for a long, long time in creating this program of yours? Well, that's also unbelievable. Something we never expected. Just just uh, never dreamed it would be there. But we're very grateful, very thankful that it's that it's happened i'm pretty exciting is it is it have you gotten uh, received some calls other than people like michelle and i that are always looking to interview <laughs> just you know cool people from all over the planet that have that are interested in horse ownership and breeding oh some but billy we we're we we stay pretty busy with our farm we don't uh we're not socialists socialites <laughs> Or socialist. Or socialist. I, I mean, I feel like either. I'm a kind of a socialist, though. I'm all right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we've had a few calls and we've had done some other interviews, but not too many. Awesome, Michelle. I know you want to finish this thing off. Yes, I want to know what now that you've had you know randomized. What is your biggest dream? As a breeder, what would you like to see one of your horses do? We hope randomize when this step this year. Oh, does that mean you're going to come to Del Mar? That means we're going to be in Del Mar. All right, we're you have to look us up, uh, uh, Richard and Connie Snyder. We expect you to come looking for Billy and Michelle in the owner's box. We'll have to do some. We need a photo for our uh, our 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 book, our photo our photo album, our owner's box photo album. We should have that, Michelle. Yeah, we should. You're right. We really should. For all the people that we talk to, meet. you guys have been a, a, an absolute pleasure to talk to. Uh, I actually have a little house in Lexington. I'm I'm downtown. So uh, next time I'm in town, maybe I shoot by the farm we, and we check things out. Oh, I would love to have you, Billy. Anytime. Just give us a call. You got both our numbers. Absolutely. Well, I'm probably going to call Connie. She seems like the more technical person. <laughs> She is by far. <laughs> yeah, so, All right, you guys. Way, Richard also told me he wasn't going to do the show and sent me to Connie. And Connie said, absolutely not. You call Richard back. He's going to do the show. <laughs> well, we appreciate we appreciate you both and continued success. And and thanks for coming on today. And, and congratulations on everything you guys have achieved since 1989. Michelle, where were you in 1989? Uh, I was seven years old. I was in high school. So I yeah. was in... I was in first grade or second grade. Oh, sorry, guys. Sorry. I didn't, Connie, I, well, I figured. Thank you guys so much. You got it, Connie. Thanks, thanks, Richard. Thank you. Enjoyed it. That's Connie happy people. Yeah, they're very happy people. Very nice people. You know, sometimes on the owner's box, we just want to get to know someone. We just want to tell, let them tell their story. Um, 
because not everybody is. I mean, we talked earlier about Zaydan, you know, owning a horse for a million nine hundred thousand, and it, not everyone's like that in our business. And that's what makes this business great, Michelle. It's mm-hmm. everybody. It's not you know the elitists. It's not the, the the little tiny tiny teeny guys. It's these guys have thirty five horses on a little farm in Versailles and and or Versailles, sorry, and they uh, they're enjoying life. And I think it's really cool. So I just want to, just in case you want to know what their doggy oh, looks like. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Let me see the puppy. Let me see. I think if I go back, the you picture was in? a little bigger. Yeah. There we go. Oh, very cute. How about them apples? I love it. I absolutely love it. There well, they are. Um, and by the way, in case you want to, you can join Toba. This is what your yeah. membership includes. Go to and Toba. Like, like you said, I like to talk to some of our smaller people and yeah. I think it's really neat. I think everything is really neat. I like when you have, uh, I, I, I like when you put the graphics up, you're really, really good at this. <laughs> I'm I mean, excited. You're really, you're, you're doing it, Michelle. Um, what do we have coming up? What's coming up at Santa Anita? We have some, or we have the mad reads. What do we have? What do we oh have? yeah. Hold, hold on. Let me, okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get to that too. I can, right. I, I don't know if I can have like more than one, um screen share like set up so i'll have to learn oh, about that okay all right but, yeah learn about that for next time i'm sure people okay. are watching oh here we go look at this here we go so this is right. what's going on at the great race oh, place love we it. have live, live racing. racing and we by the got, way by the way you know uh we got a storm coming in but it looks like it keeps moving backwards which is good but mm-hmm. you know california gets a lot of shit for you know the weather stoppages Okay, Turfway Park is canceling left and right. It's freezing oh, cold. Oakland, there. Canceled the whole weekend. Parks. Parks. It, it's like, everybody, listen, you can't fuck with Mother Nature. She is who she is. You got to mm-hmm. be safe with the horses. So everyone just take a chill. Everyone relax. There's still going to be t- plenty of time to race. We're going to do okay. Okay, okay look it. So yeah. coming up this weekend, at? we have yeah. racing on Friday. And we still have the some of those flight line pins if you're a first rewards member. Um, we've got a right. contest going on on right. Saturday. It's the La Kenyatta. Now, if I'm not mistaken, isn't that uh, those two Phillies that are going to be rematching? Is it Midnight uh, Memories? Desert Dawn and Midnight Memories. Desert Dawn. Okay. Yeah, this is so, this must be this is the local prep for the Beholder, right? I love. I still. I I needed Desert Dawn and the Breeders' Cup so bad. I'm still on her bandwagon. Yeah. yeah. So you won't catch me away from her. Well, little jockey jockey shuffle here. Doing the jockey shuffle. What's a 2020 live money contest? I don't know, but it's uh Flavian Pratt rides. Interesting. Uh, um, oh, who's who does Pratt ride? Desert Dawn. Oh, interesting. I uh, our jockey's colony a little bit. It's pretty Sunday, tough. Right now. It's really Astra. good. Astra. Coast, Coast pick five. Coast Coast pick five. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Um, okay, we can talk about our jockey colony. It's really <laughs> right good. Now. I really I like mean, it. We've I'm, got. Remember we Pratt were so down on everything. Yeah, we've got Frankie and Joel. Pratt, uh, we've JJ. Got Who did you say first? You, I cut you Pratt off. Pratt and JJ. JJ. Frankie. Uh, Joel and Frankie. Joel. Yeah. Right. We still have yeah. the old timers, Mike Smith and Victor Espinosa, are still there. Yeah. We've got Umby. Yeah. What about Fresu? Yeah. I like Fresu. Uh, we've got Santiago Gonzalez back. Code Red. Uh, code Red. Right. Code Red. Um, we've got. Who else do we have? Tiago, Giovanni Tyler and Bays, Edwin, older. although he's injured right now, Edwin. Yeah, yeah. DVD. Um, DVD, back. DVD back. Oh, that would have been a nice person to have on to talk to. DVD. Well, maybe we'll have him on next week. Yeah, Actually, he... we're going to have to not have a show next week because I'm going on a vacation. 
Hi. Where are you going? Uh, well, it's Olivia and I. We're just going to Mexico. Just you two? Uh, it's for her, it's like for her birthday. We get to go on like a birthday trip. Oh, and wow. honestly, like three years ago at like a school auction, I bid on this like. I got this Mexico trip and it's expired. And so they were like, yeah, you can go, but it has to be done like this month. And I was like, okay, well, I've, I paid for it ages ago. So it's like a free trip if I'm girl yeah, mathing it. I love it. I love it. That'd be so fun. that's what, that's what, I, that's what we're doing. So I'm not really excited because I don't like beach. Yeah. But like, whatever. Yeah. Beach it is. Michelle, you're the absolute best. Thanks for booking. Thanks to uh, Connie and Richard Snyder. Uh, Cold Springs Farm. Hope Springs Farm. We really appreciate it. Thanks to everybody who's watching the show and listening to the show. And it looks like we'll be back in two weeks because Michelle is gone. Sorry. But we will have some fun when we get back. Thanks, everybody.